Welcome to The Board Table, a podcast from the North Carolina School Boards Association. I'm Leanne Winner, the Association's Executive Director and your host. Here on The Board Table, we want to equip North Carolina School Board members with the tools and knowledge they need to govern successfully. We also want to help school administrators, community members, and parents learn more about current issues in public education. The words COVID-19 and learning loss have become standard language in education and have generated conversations about how schools in North Carolina should respond. In this episode of The Board Table, NCSBA's Assistant Director of Board Development, Amber Horton, talks with Executive Director John Paul Smith of the North Carolina Education Corps about how their program was founded to help cover learning loss and what local school boards can do to partner with them. Let's listen in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the board table. Thanks so much, John Paul, for being here with the NC Ed Corps. Want to get it started off? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. First, just thanks for having me, Amber. It's so good to be with you and your audience today at the board table. Being a school board member is one of the most important, most challenging, least appreciated positions, I think, in North Carolina. And I feel like I should be listening more than talking with this group, but I hope that what I can share um, will be helpful to, to your audience members. So a little bit about me. I share similar values and background to many school board members. And I'll share just a, a belief of mine. I'll share a guiding question of mine and then a little bit of background. So a belief of mine is that there's a saying that the song is in the egg before the bird is hatched. And what does that mean? It means that all of us have a song to sing. We all have a gift to share. We all matter. So that's a strong belief of mine. It really informs my mission orientation and, and why I'm interested in its education core and supporting schools in the first place. So that's a belief that I hold. I have been obsessed with this question of what world are we living in now and how best can we enable human flourishing, especially in North Carolina, for the last 12 years. And so I have spent a lot of time uh, in nonprofits over the, over the last 12 years. I grew up in North Carolina. I was born in Winston-Salem, went to high school, public high school in Charlotte, um, and have lived in the Triangle for the last decade or so. And I'm from a family of public servants, of military, veterans, ministry, public education, health. And we emerge out of relationships. And, you know, I caught the public service bug very early on. What led me to NC Education Corps is I got involved with an initiative several years ago that was all about creating opportunities for young Americans in particular to, to do national service and civilian national service. So in 2012, at this um, event called the Aspen Ideas Festival, Bob Schieffer of CBS News was interviewing Stan McChrystal. And uh, Stan had just retired from the military. And Bob asked him, what do you think the current state of the U.S. military is? And he said, you know, I think that we have one of the world, world history's best fighting forces, but it's completely overworked. So Schieffer asked the natural follow-up question, which is, well, do you think that we should reinstate the draft? And McChrystal said, you know, when I think about national security, I don't just think about what's happening abroad, and I don't just think about the military. I think about what's happening domestically. And he said, I think you know, it wouldn't be politically possible to reinstate the military draft, but I do think that we should create more opportunities for young people to, to serve and that there are enormous opportunities within public education and public health within the United States 
we should be finding ways for more community members to support teachers and students. So long story short, Stan was kind of elected to lead this initiative to create more opportunities for young people to serve across the country. They identified ambassadors in 25 states and 35 cities across the country to promote this idea. I was one of the ambassadors for North Carolina and worked with the Institute for Emerging Issues and the Commission on Community Service and Volunteerism with the governor's office to make that happen. So come 2020, I was talking with Caroline Farmer, who is running the Commission on Volunteerism and Community Service in the governor's office, about what was going on, about COVID, about how it's impacting schools. And she had mentioned that Eric Davis, the chair of the State Board of Education, was looking to engage more community members to support teachers and students in the wake of COVID. So I had been thinking about how do you recruit, how do you train, how do you place, how do you monitor young people who want to serve their community? And that fit right in for what NC Education Corps does, which is recruiting and training and placing and monitoring high-impact tutors who are working with teachers and, and students in the wake of COVID. So that's how I got involved in NC Education Corps. That's awesome. You know, I think it's really important when you initially talked about what grounds you. And I think we as people who care and involved in education and particularly those students here in North Carolina, just to remember that, you know, there's so many things and so many issues that we can get involved in and education is a great one. And I, I think that that's just when you said that it seems so simplistic, but it was something great to remind even myself of like, yeah, you know, we are this, we are have this grounded purpose of wanting to make sure that our kids are our future and they've got the best future possible. So I love that. We'll take it into our next question. So you mentioned a little bit about wanting to have high impact tutors. Talk to us a little bit more about the work that NC Education Corps is specifically doing. Love your background and how they got started in 2020, but talk to us some more about that. Yeah, absolutely. So we did get started as an initiative of the State Board of Education and the governor's office in September 2020. So we're coming up on our second birthday. And the whole idea is how do we help to close opportunity gaps with students that have been there for a long time, that were exacerbated by COVID. We have this large influx of federal dollars to try try new things out that are evidence-based but shown to support teachers and students. And that's really how Education Corps emerged. So, you know, why this right now? It's the closing opportunity gaps, it's COVID response, it's ongoing community engagement, and all of the core members that we have are working as high-impact K-3 literacy tutor. We had 237 last year, we'll have over 500 this coming year. We were in 23 school districts last year, we'll be in 30 this year. And the high-impact piece of the, of the tutoring initiative is really important. This is not just um, reading buddies. This is um, high impact tutoring is very specific. It's not just a buzzword. There's a there's a specific definition to it. It's evidence based. There's a group at Brown University at the Annenberg Institute that's done research all across the country to look into what type of tutoring actually helps to accelerate learning among students. And what they found is that high impact tutoring, which involves tutors working in one on one or in small groups of students, groups of three students or less three times a week, 30 plus minutes a session, using a curriculum that's aligned with the science of reading and what teachers are otherwise using in the classroom and working consistently with those same students for at least a semester and hopefully for a full full school year, that's, what, that's the type of tutoring that really makes a big difference and helps to accelerate student learning. So that's what we're all about. We're all about helping to recruit, find, to, find high impact tutors, train them. We have our own coaches for the tutors 
And we work in partnership with the school districts to place those tutors where they are needed the most. It's the school level personnel, the literacy leads or a lead teacher who decide based on M-class scores and that type of data, how to match the right tutors to the right kids. And then together with the school districts, we, we help to extend the reach of teachers and, uh, and support student learning acceleration. Wow, that's a lot. And that's so awesome. Everyone has been impacted uh, by COVID. And as someone uh, myself, I think we all probably could reflect and think about someone, particularly a school-aged child who needs this extra support for them. And it's so awesome that you guys are able to provide that. And as someone from education world, I could also could really value that we have that resource and community members and people who are wanting to give back and promote such strong skills for our students. So I think that is, that's exciting. It's very exciting. That leads us into our next question, which is actually, what are some things that school board members, we're here with the school board association, what are some things that school board members would be able to do to help partner with you guys or some relationships? What, what would you say a school board member would need to know and how to help? Great question. So school board members are huge champions of our work. We'd love for anybody who's interested in our where we're partnering already to go on a site visit with us to, to see the work in action. You know, what we hear from school districts is that there are four main pain points that we help to address. One is finding tutors. So we know that there are a lot of uh, recruiting and staffing challenges right now. NC Education Corps works with school districts, with superintendents, and with the support of school board members to solve that problem. So we do a lot of the finding the tutors. Then we help with training and coaching the tutors, making sure monitoring and evaluation is really important to us. We're, we're very rigorous about data. And, and so what school board members can do is just to elevate awareness around North Carolina Education Corps in their school district and help us understand, is there a way that we can support you and help to advance your own strategic priorities? So if they have strategic priorities around improving early literacy scores, improving the workplace environment for teachers, you know, teachers' most limited resource is their own time. It's really important that we've got all of the new letters training, that there are going to be some literacy coaches coaches coming out of DPI. And at the same time, you know, the teachers do not have the time of day to provide the one-on-one or one-on-three support that research shows actually accelerates progress. So we need, you know, we, we're looking for opportunities to engage with school board members to spread the news about North Carolina Education Corps and explore whether or not we can help advance the specific goals of, uh, of individual school districts. That's such a wonderful, eloquent statement that you just put for our school board members that, that this can be achievable. This is something that this is a partnership that can absolutely work. It's working in 30 districts and schools um, across our state now and hoping to grow as, as much as possible. So I think it's important for school board members. And sometimes it's it's a lot to kind of say you should partner, you should partner, you should partner, but to really be able to, to emphasize to our listeners that this is something that can be achievable. And you guys have already got a great roadmap and framework for school board members to just kind of pick up and run with. Um, you guys and your team have done some really amazing work. I've been reading up on some stories and some success stuff. Um, you guys are, are doing awesome. So want to make that point to, to our listeners, though, that this is something that's achievable and attainable uh, and, and pretty readily accessible as well. So our next question, as we kind of get into what are you guys looking forward to this? I hear so much energy and excitement and passion um, in your voice. And I know our listeners will as, as well. 
but just wanting to ask you, what are some things that you guys are excited about and looking forward to and are optimistic about with the NC Education Corps? We are so excited about creating our impact. So we, um, we have the Friday Institute and Duke Social Science Research Institute conducting a three-year mixed methods evaluation of our work. We want to hold ourselves accountable to getting continuously better. Um, and I'm really excited about growing our impact. So impact on students, um, just some anecdotal data. This is from Granville County Schools. Um, last year, they, we had 87 students served by tutors in Granville County Schools, 16 ended the year with average growth, 21 ended the year with above average growth. These are all students who are supported by tutors. 23 ended the year with well above average growth. And 17 of those students were were proficient and over over benchmark and so this tutoring works that's just a, a snippet of what's happening all across the state so we're really excited about growing our impact on students and one of the stories that we heard from the from lauren piper who's the district literacy lead for granville county schools is that her son brayden participated he was one of the students who benefited from a tutor last year and, um, you know, she started tearing up when she was reporting out on the impact that our tutors have had in Granville County. So we like to think, um, uh, you know, we, we supported 3,000, our tutors supported 3,000 students last year. We like to think about 3,000 Bradens. Well, can we make that 5,000, 10,000, you know, and go beyond that just in terms of our own impact on students. We also, you know, have impact on teachers too. We do improve their workplace satisfaction. It's nice to have an extra helping hands, supporting them. We have an impact on our tutors and core members. There are three main personas of tutors. One is community college and college students who are looking for work-based learning opportunities to make some money to contribute to the community woodpile. And so start working. All of our tutors are employees of local school districts to so start working for somebody that they might want to work with long-term as they graduate. And then we also have parents who's, who've stepped up to serve as tutors. Uh, this is a great opportunity for them to do what they have always wanted to do. Every parent wants what's best for their kids. This is an opportunity for them to step up, for us to equip them with the tools to, to really accelerate their own child's learning. And then, you know, we're also looking forward to engaging more retirees in this work as well. And what we've heard so far from the districts that we work with is you know, they want more tutors in their classrooms. This is truly a partnership. And I think it's important to point that out. This is a public-private partnership. We've become a, an independent 501c3 um, since we started as a state initiative. Part of the reason that we did that is because we wanted to raise both private foundation money as well as state money to be able to support this work. We take on the financial aspect of what it costs to recruit the tutors, train the tutors, and then we have coaches for the tutors that we pay for too. So we split costs between districts and which I think will be attractive to some of your school board members. It will. Uh, we split costs between the uh, districts and, and NC Education Corps. And like I said, we're just really interested in growing our impact with different districts, being in more spots, reaching more students. And we've heard from some districts, hey, we love, we love that you have high impact literacy tutors um, given demand and how well our partnership is going, we'd also love for you to expand into math tutoring. So not something that we'll be able to do right away, but we are exploring opportunities to not only provide high impact literacy tutors, but also math tutors who can also work with students and accelerate their learning. So that's something else that's exciting for us. That's very exciting. And I'd like to that for 
NC Education Corps, there is obtainable goals, but there's also new measurements that we can create with creating possibly in the future math tutors. Um, for sure, we want to focus on, on that literacy piece and get those students who need that support as we can. But I think that's great that you guys are constantly evolving and being able to provide this great partnership, as we talked about, um, with community members, school board members, parents, teachers, all those. I think that's just exciting. Truly, again, we, we hear that passion um, and we're super excited. Got a sort of educational topic for you um, that we just kind of like to ask just for our listeners to kind of get to know you a little bit more. So it is, as we're recording this, back to school time. And with back to school, we've got our programs in NC EdCore uh, up and running, and they're starting to probably soon work with their uh, new students. And every time in the educational world, we talk about new things that we can learn and what new things we're excited to learn about. So just a question for you, John Paul, is there something in this next school year as it relates to either your personal life or to your work with the NC EdCore that you're hoping to learn and grow with as well? Learning never stops, even, even as adults. Absolutely. Yeah. The first two things that come to mind for me is one, I got married last October, so I'm learning how to be a good husband. Congratulations. Thank you so much. And then the second thing is, you know, I'm learning how to take care of myself and sleep better, Mm. um, which I think is important to all of us. We all, all need to make sure that we can rest well so that we can continue to contribute at the level that we all want to. So one of the things that I'm doing is I'm a big nonfiction reader, but I've gotten more into fiction recently. Okay. Um, and I read that before I go to bed and it, it helps me kind of release the day, get ready for a nice solid sleep and then um, wake up recharged to, to get back to doing our work uh, the next day. That's exciting. You know, and I would challenge our audience to, to ask themselves the same thing. What's something that they as a school board member or as a community member listening to this, what they can one learn from NC Edport, because that's going to be big, but then also just what did they hope to, to learn in this school year? John Paul, we are so grateful that you were here. We want to be able though to tell our audience where can they get some more information? How can they contact you guys? How can they get all of this great information that you've shared with us, sort of an extension of that? Where should they go? Listeners can go to our website, which is NC Education Core, that's C-O-R-P-S dot org, um, where they can learn more about our work with partner schools. They can learn about joining the core if they want to serve as tutors and know somebody who'd like to serve as a tutor. And then I'd also invite any listener to just email me directly. My email is John hyphen Paul, J-O-H-N hyphen P-A-U-L dot Smith at NC Education dot org. Would love to hear from any of your listeners. Wonderful. I'm sure that you'll have quite a few people in touch. And we're super excited to let our members know about what you guys can partnership and help them with. So we hope this was helpful for everyone. Thanks so much for being on the board table. Thanks so much, Amber. Thanks, Amber. And a special thanks to John Paul Smith of the North Carolina Education Corps for joining us. It is encouraging to see that even though COVID-19 has continued to impact student learning, it didn't impact our ability to respond to our students' needs. Have you ever heard the saying, if you're not at the table, then you're on the menu? Subscribe to this podcast to make sure you always have a seat at the table. If there's a topic you want us to cover in a future episode of The Board Table, let us know. You can find us on Twitter at NCSBA, 
Facebook at NC School Boards Association or email us at info at ncsba.org. Until next time. 